This podcast is presented by the Miami Rescue Mission Broward Outreach Centers, also known as The Caring Place, www.caringplace.org. Welcome to Mission Possible, the good news program with all the good news and more. Brought to you by the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers, where caring for the needy, feeding the hungry, and changing lives happens every day. Now here are your hosts for Mission Possible, Ron and Marilyn Brummett. Good morning, South Florida, and welcome to Mission Possible, the good news program brought to you by the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. We're known as the Caring Place and have been caring for the homeless and needy here in South Florida for 98 years. Good morning again. I'm Ron Brummett. I've been here 30 years. I happen to be the president, and it is always a joy it's always an honor to be able to bring this program to our communities. This is the good news program. You know, all we've heard all year round uh, is bad news, and that's life. Bad things happen. And yet, in the midst of all the things that are happening, uh, we're dealing with serving the homeless and needy. Uh, we have programs in Miami-Dade and Broward counties, actual centers for single men, women, women and children, families. And, uh, you know, homelessness doesn't stop. In fact, homelessness is increasing uh, because of the COVID. And people are that were never thought they'd be homeless now are contacting us. They're losing their place. They have no job. They've run out of money. Uh, they just need a short place to stay. Sometimes people will double up with family members. And sometimes that doesn't work out too well. And they end up uh, seeking alternate place, ways to stay. So, this has really been something I have been able to see firsthand, even when others are suffering, even when others have a little, little uh, to their name, they're willing to help us out. You know, we've had some cold snaps some cold weather. Uh, we've been very appreciative of the clothes that have been donated to us and the blankets that come to us so we can hand them out to people, especially those on the street. We have teams that will actually go out on the streets and try to help people get into our program. But because of covid uh, we just can't take them straight off the street anymore so we can give them some clothing. We'll take food out to people. Uh, we feed every uh, day in our Miami centers. And so a lot is still going on. And there's still a lot of good news. You know, it's great to meet people from all different walks of life, all different faiths, all different ethnicities, uh, old and young, come together to help someone in need. And I think that's what makes our nation so great and our community so great that even when Things around us are out of control, and we have very little control on our lives as far as what's going to happen next. We still care for one another. Uh, sometimes it gets a little short out there. I've seen people in, in supermarkets fighting after toilet paper. Uh, but when it comes down to helping people that are really needy, especially women and children that are fleeing domestic violence and have no place to stay, uh, people have rallied around them. We're still continuing for our 98 years that our vision is no one is homeless that's a big vision. I don't think that's really going to happen. That's not realistic as far as, uh, especially now with the economy. But that's a lofty goal. We don't want to see anyone that has to sleep on a best bus bench or an abandoned building or a family uh, in their car. And in fact, just a few weeks ago, I was at a gas station. It was about 530 in the morning and there was a car and I could tell mom was in there with two or three kids and most of their belongings and just just sitting there. You know, I guess they were sleeping. So I went up, knocked on the door, the window rather, and I asked if they needed any help. I gave them my card. I said, this is almost like a get out of jail free card. 
So we're, we're trying to watch ourselves with COVID and getting new people into our centers, but here's a number you can call. And, and I don't know if she did it or not. Um, uh, I don't think she did because no one gave me a call that she was there. But that's what we're doing all the time. We're looking uh, to help people in any way that we can. You know, we had our Thanksgiving outreach just a few weeks ago. It was uh, different. Normally, we serve 2,500 to 3,000 people in one day in one meal setting. Uh, it's a sit-down meal with hundreds and hundreds of volunteers there to give out the food. But this year, we couldn't do that. And we had less volunteers. When the volunteers came in, we had to do the thermometer check and, and the questions. And just like you do when you go to your doctor or any place else that's new and uh, people are kind of wary. And uh, we, we basically passed out food that was for, for to go. And then we had limited seating where people could sit six feet apart. And we just kept on uh, the lines moving and making sure that they were taken care of. So um, for our Christmas outreach coming up on the this year, it's the 19th, uh, we normally would have a great Christmas outreach, very similar to our Thanksgiving outreach, where we would have tables, we'd close down the street, we'd have tables, entertainment, bands, and all sorts of things going on. But we can't do that this year in either of our centers. So we're, we're consolidating, and we have a church property. It's 700 Northwest 175th Street up in Miami Gardens. It's the old uh, community church. We've had that for a few years, and we've been using that for offices and helping people. And we're going to open that up. It's a four-and-a-half-acre property, so there's a drive-through area. It has a lot of drive-through circulars around the, the building. And we've already put out notices uh, that we're going to have a toy giveaway and some goodie giveaways, food baskets and clothing and so on. But we're going to do it uh, with proper social distancing. People are going to remain in their car, and we will come out and bring the items to them. They're registered already. In, in fact, we are already over-registered for kids uh, and their families. We're, we're going to give over 7,000 toys this year. You can still help us with a toy drive by going to uh, caringplace.org slash toys. That's caringplace.org slash toys. You can fill out a form there or it will give, provide you a link where it will take you to smile.amazon. You know, that's the part of Amazon for charities. Well, we have a list of toys you can purchase and uh, make sure that you send them to our address. It's right there on the address um, page and we'll get them before Christmas. And if we get them a little after Christmas, we'll still use them with our other children. So that's two ways you can help. You can go right on our Christmas, uh, caringplace.org slash Christmas. Let me take that back. That will give you a donation page. I'm getting a little confused here. It's caringplace.org slash toys. And that will take you to our toy drive page and what we're looking for. And if you're going to participate, and there'll be a link on that page to take you to smile.amazon.com where you can actually look at our list and all the different items we need. You know, the younger kids are pretty easy to get toys for. They're at least less expensive. But when kids get to be teenagers, uh, the, the, you know, the girls like to have the cosmetics and the makeup cases and the guys like to have sport equipment. Games are always popular. And we, we're going to do this this year. It's amazing the, the love and the effort and the collaborativeness of taking place, of making sure this gets done. We'll process the registration forms. They'll be showing up between, I think, 10 o'clock and, and 2 o'clock on the 19th. And we're going to have a great time. You know, in spite of everything that's going on, in spite of all the doom and gloom, uh, we are still going to bless people in our community. And again, I'm so humbled. I want to thank everybody that's helped us with the donation of financial uh, means 
have come out and volunteered in the past, have given um, gifts, done food drives, hygiene drives, and have even given to our thrift store. You know, we have a thrift store located in 8700 Northwest 7th Avenue in North Miami. It's It's been closed some of the year because of COVID. Now it's back up, again, following all the safety protocols. And that's a place where we take our excess items that are donated to us and we sell them to raise money for our programs. And that's been a, and, and also we use it to help people that are in our programs gain skills to help them when they get a job. So that's a, another great blessing where people have helped us with. And I, I thank them because you can give your money anywhere. You can take your time anywhere. But when you come alongside of us, it means so much and it does help us. We rely so much on our volunteers. Last year in 2019, we had over 9,000 volunteers. We're nowhere near that this year because of COVID. People are doing things from their home. Uh, they're attending uh, virtual meetings. They're doing drives from their own, their neighborhood and their businesses, but they're not really coming on campus as they did before. And rightfully so. We don't want to have them exposed and we don't want them to expose any, any of our people, our staff, or our residents in our program. So we, I am so again thankful. And, and this year we still need financial help. Like many nonprofits, uh, it's been a crunch year. And usually during this time of year, we have a uh, what we call our harvest time, where all year round we work and we have our bigger donations come in, but they're not just coming in this year. Uh, people don't have their businesses open as much. People are leery of what's gonna happen in the new year. But you can still help and make a uh, difference in someone's life it's $2.10. $2.10 provides a meal. So for $21, that's 10 meals. And along with that meal, uh, there's a, they get a lot more. They get encouragement. They get support. Many of them enter our program and they have their lives changed. So go to caringplace.org slash Christmas. That's caringplace.org slash Christmas to make a online donation. And stay tuned right here on News Radio 610 WIOD for more Mission Possible. Leanne Navarro here, the Senior Community Development Associate for the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. Uh, we are so excited. Uh, we have with us today via phone Gail Daly, and she is the Vice President of Operations for and Better for Sunshine Health Insurance Company. Welcome, Gail. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Leanne. Oh, my God. I'm so Very excited. happy to be here. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and before we even uh, begin talking about the wonderful things that you do in the community, I want to take this opportunity to thank you uh, because I know that, you know, I'm better, Sunshine Health, you are always helping our centers, dropping off donations, helping in any way uh, you can. I mean, uh, you have a wonderful agent that I always get to see in our Hollywood Center. She's always worried. Uh you know, what we need, bringing it over, doing different campaigns. So we are so thankful uh, that you guys uh, do that. Uh, and if I may ask, tell me about you guys. So Sunshine Health is one of the largest health plans in Florida. And as a vice president of operations at Sunshine Health, what we do is make sure that we're serving the unique needs of our members. We're really focused on improving the health of the communities we serve one person at a time. And we're really proud to be partners with the Miami Rescue Mission Broad Outreach out, uh, Centers. And we support your mission of transforming the lives of homeless members in our community. That's amazing. That's wonderful to hear. I mean, 
especially during the pandemic. I mean, there is so much to do in our community. There is so many people that we are able to help. Uh, so thank you so much for, for having that as part of everything that you believe in. Um, what are, you know, what are, what are you guys doing specifically for those members that are affected by the pandemic? So for the members that are affected, we provide coverage for um, medically necessary diagnostic testing, medical screening services, and the associated physicians visit at a physician's office or an independent lab or a diagnostic facility, also at urgent care facilities and emergency department facilities. That is that is so wonderful. And, uh, you know, we're, of, of course, we're a homeless shelter. Uh, we have men, women, and children in our programs. We are always so concerned about those that are not in our centers, right? I mean, there's so many people that are in the street, sleeping on the sidewalk, people that you know, they haven't made that decision to find a place to help and to change their lives for the better. So how are is Ambitter and Sunshine Health addressing community issues such as, like, you know, homelessness? So as I mentioned, we're um, proud to be an active member um, in the areas that we serve. We take great pride in transforming the health of the community. And what we do is not just focus on the health care component, but we also focus on challenges that members have um, that we call social determinants of health. For example, if a woman um, needs to prioritize her health or the health of her children, it's very hard to do that if she has pressing concerns about food on the table or being in a stable housing situation. So that's why we partner with hundreds of community groups across the state to offer Community Connections Helpline which is open to anyone, not just our members. And with this connection helpline, we can provide affordable information on affordable housing, food, healthcare, and more. Um, again, it's not just open to our members, it's really to help focus on not just the health needs, but all the needs of our members. That is, uh, I mean, I, I love organizations that, okay, you're not here, you're not there just for the business and, you know, right, because you could only just serve your members, right? So you have a number, a helpline that actually helps people, even if they're not enrolled with you guys. What is that number? And I want all of our listeners, please make a note of this number. If you know anyone who is, you know, who can benefit from getting this information, Gail, can you help us by giving us that number? Sure. The Community Connections Helpline number is one. 866-755-2192. Again, 1-866-755-2192. And, and, we'll and again, it's available to our members and also just anyone out there in the community that needs assistance with resources. So members or non-members can actually call that number. Uh, and we'll try to say it again before the end of the interview, before we run out of time. We want to say that number one more time because uh, I think it's important that you guys are so worried and so concerned about not only those that are with you, uh, but those that could need the help, but they're not necessarily one of your uh, members. Um, so, if anyone out there is not a member of Unbetter and, and Sunshine Health, how can they do that, Al Gail? So if anyone needs to be enrolled, we are right now in the open enrollment period. It ends December 15th, so not very many days left. But um, we have improved our Ambetter online experience, and now you can enroll in health insurance coverage directly through the Ambetter from Sunshine Health enrollment website. 
and that is at ambetterfl.com. That's ambetter, A-M-B-E-T-T-E-R-F-L.com. You know how I remember your name is like, I am better, but without the I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure a lot of people will remember it that way as well. That way as well. Yes. Uh, that's that's pretty cool. Now, what's a great way to remember us? A, a great way to remember you. So I guess if I sign up with you guys, I will be better, right? I am better. Um, that is you will be better. <laughs> that is a wonderful <laughs> way uh, to remember. So what happens if they're not able for whatever reason to do it within your open enrollment period? Sure. So there are things that are called qualifying life events. Um, so for instance, if someone gets married or has a baby or a job change, um, they qualify for the what's called the special enrollment period. Um, now, this means that you can enroll or change your health insurance plan outside of the regular open enrollment period. Um, it typically lasts 60 days from the date of that qualifying event. So if you're faced with a job change, it's important to find the best option to keep your health care coverage. We can share is that a lot of people may not be familiar with the options out there. They feel that COBRA is the only option, but there are all other options available through the health insurance marketplace. Not only marketplace plans are less expensive than COBRA, but 80% of the people usually qualify for some type of government subsidy to help them pay their premium. Absolutely. And especially during this pandemic, I'm sure that there are many things and many programs out there that can help our community and those that are in need. Your health is important. I think this is something that everyone is concerned about. I, I truly believe that everyone should have a health insurance, not wait until you're sick, not wait until you need it last minute until you end up in a in an emergency room in a hospital, right? Uh, you want to be prepared. You want to be proactive. Even if you are a very healthy person, it doesn't matter. Um, this is really wonderful, everything that you have shared with us today, Gail. You know, valuable information. I want our listeners to know that if they are looking for health insurance, if they want to change, if they want to hear their options, just like you say, there are many options out there. Uh, it, it's incredible what you guys are doing, right? Now, let's say that number one more time, the number that is for members and non-members. Sure. That is the Community Connections Helpline, and it's at one eight six six seven five five two one nine two. Now, uh, I don't, I don't want to run out of time. Let's tell them one more time. If they want to uh, enroll with Ann Better Sunshine Health, let's tell them the website again. Uh, remind them about that open enrollment period, all that. Yes. So open enrollment, as I said, ends December 15th. So not much time left. And you can enroll directly on the Ambetter from Sunshine website at ambetterfl.com. Ambetterfloridafl.com. If you're driving, if you were busy, if you were not able to take this information down, please call me here at the Miami Ref Commission. You can ask for Leanne. I have all the information for Gail for the beautiful and better sunshine health. Gail, I want to thank you. I want to thank your team for all the wonderful things that you guys do to help the homeless and hungry in our community and for being available not only to your members but also those that are in need. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. It was my pleasure, Leanne. Leanne Navarro here, the Senior Community Development Associate for the Miami Rescue Commission and the Broward Outreach Centers. I'm so excited we have today via phone 
our wonderful jury, and she is doing something fantastic. Uh, they're doing a concert on December 19, and I cannot wait for you guys to hear all about it. W- welcome to our show. How are you doing, jury? I'm wonderful. How are you, Leanne? I'm doing great, and I'm so grateful. I mean, I think I have thank you already so many times. It is such a beautiful thing. Uh, that you are doing. So tell all of our listeners, what exactly are you guys doing uh, to benefit the homeless and hungry served at our centers? Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. So Sigma Tau Sigma Sorority Incorporated, we are a foreign chapter. Uh, We are hosting an event. So we're hosting a virtual concert with, you know, current COVID cases going up, things going on. We're not able to come together. So we thought that we do a virtual concert via Facebook Live. So what we're going to be doing is raising funds for our sorority and giving a, a portion of our um, of our funds to you all, um, the outreach center, so that we could hopefully make a difference with you and your organization. Um, so it's got, it's basically an hour event with live music from the band Taboo. Um, they're going to gather together and they're going to play some great Christmas music and other music for an hour so that we can enjoy. Um, so with that, we're just asking for a donation of $10 for this event. Absolutely. And and I'm looking at your flyer, your your uh, marketing material that you send me. It's absolutely beautiful. Yes. Uh, I cannot yes. wait. So this is going to be on Saturday, December 19th at 8 o'clock at night, and this is something that, you know, we're talking about being creative, about adapting during the pandemic, right? Um, we cannot stop our lives, and, and that's why a lot of people are doing um, virtual events, and, and you guys are, are not the exception. So you're raising funds. You will benefit. Some of that money will come to us to help the homeless and hungry of our community uh, served in our centers in Miami and Broward. I, I love it. So where are you um, you know, doing the marketing for this event. Where can people go and register or purchase a ticket or help you guys in any way? Yes. So you can go to our Facebook event page, uh, Sigma Tau Sigma Sorority, uh, Incorporated Florida. So you can go there and you have a link or you can go straight to Eventbrite and type in virtual fundraising concert and you'll see us there as well. So you can go to either site to purchase your tickets. And as we stated, the funds will go to our organization with us giving a portion to you all um, for feeding the homeless and the hungry out in your area. And and this is only $10. Again, I mean, you guys have found a way to help everyone with only $10, giving them an amazing experience. I mean, the band, Taboo, Christmas music, what's not to love, right? You're doing good. You're giving back. And at the same time, you're enjoying, you know, a whole hour of a concert without having to go anywhere. So you could actually attend from wherever you are. How wonderful is that? Um, and before we wrap up here, I do want to just give a, if you don't mind, Leanna, just a brief overview of our organization. Yes, absolutely. Um Thank you. So Sigma Tau Sigma Sorority is a Christian-based uh, Greek organization. Uh, we were founded March 7, 2017 in Lathonia, Georgia, by our founder, Dr. Monique uh, McMiller. You can look us up on Facebook, and the information is on there to uh, purchase tickets as well. This is so wonderful. And again, not just for the holidays. Anytime, year-round, you can stay connected with this wonderful organization that is doing good uh, to give back to our community. Um If you didn't get the information because you were driving, because you're busy at the moment, I have the flyer. I can easily send it to any one of you. 
Uh, so you can just call the Miami Rescue Mission and ask for Leanne, and I'll give it to you because I have the flyer. I have the information for jury. I have the information for the concert, how you can purchase your ticket. Uh, again, let's give them the Facebook and the Eventbrite jury before we run out of time. So how do they go to Eventbrite to find this event? Yes, just go to Eventbrite and type in virtual fundraising concert, and you'll see us, Sigma Tau Sigma Sorority. You'll see us there, and go ahead and purchase your tickets uh, for $10. Jury, I thank you. I thank the Ben Taboo. I thank all of you at the Sigma Tau Sigma Sorority, the Florida chapter, for everything you're doing. Uh, we are really grateful. Thank you for joining us this morning. Thank you so much, Leanne. You have a wonderful day. Thank you. Hi, I'm Marilyn Brummett, and once again, uh, we are so uh, excited about being at this part of the program because this is where you get to hear a life-changing story, and we're so grateful today to have Brian with us. So, Brian, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me, Mrs. Brummett. Well, Brian, let's go back in time, if we can, uh, maybe uh, into your young adulthood, and tell us a little bit about you and... uh, your life, and what led up coming to the mission? Okay, first of all, I'd like to start by saying all glory be to God. Because without him, this, not, everything that's going on right now would not be possible. Amen. Well, it started at my early 20s where uh, I dealt with depression. Uh, I lost a younger sibling back in my mid-teens from a drunk driver. Mm. And we were really close, and that really affected me. So I dealt with depression all through my life, which I'm continuing to deal with right now. But uh, to make myself feel better, I started leaning on alcohol and some drugs, but mm-hmm. mainly, mostly alcohol, because I've seen that's how my, my mom coped with it, mm-hmm. you know, and my brothers and my uncles and everybody else coped with it was alcohol. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think it was that bad until I started losing jobs, mm-hmm. you know, losing family members, that didn't want to be around me because I get so drunk and belligerent and disrespectful. And I never could see it mm-hmm. until one day somebody showed me myself on a cell phone video. Wow. And I was actually to see this guy that I'd never seen before in my life. Mm. And that scared me, you know. And I knew I had to do something about it, but I just didn't know how to do it. But I always knew God. And I always prayed to God, and, and he'll show me the way. And I just kept praying, but still kept drinking and still getting in trouble, mm-hmm. going to jail, you know, public intoxication, stuff like that in that nature. But uh, one day I just was on my way to work, and it just hit me. That prayer I, I just been praying finally just hit me that day. I was actually on my way en route to work. Mm. And I said, I need to go get me some help right now. Mm. I didn't know nothing about the Miami Rescue Mission. I didn't know that's where I was headed. I just jumped on the bus, went somewhere. They direct. I found myself at the uh, crisis center first. Okay. And they redirected me to the Miami Rescue Mission. Amazing. They told me it was a homeless shelter. And, <laughs> and you thought, that's not what I need. Uh, so I visualized it in, 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 in my mind what it was going to be like because I knew if I wanted to fix my drinking problem, the place I was staying at right then was with, was with, with my auntie, and she's a bigger alcoholic than me. So I know that wasn't going to work. So I had to come to the mission. But I visualized in my mind that 
okay, a bunch of homeless people sleeping all over the place. Mm-hmm. And when I walked through those doors, I was in the shock of my life. It was wow. wild. So it wasn't quite as bad as that. Uh, it was totally opposite of what I was expecting. Hmm. It blew my mind. So there was some kind of order? <laughs> yes, it was, it was a structure. It was a foundation, you know what I'm saying? Something that I, I really needed. You know, when I came in, you know, I was just, you can just feel a presence of, you know, goodness, righteousness. You know what I'm saying? It just felt right at wow. the moment. Well, that's pretty amazing. Well, there is more to the story because we want to know actually what did happen to you um, as you were living um, at the mission and uh, you are now in uh, going into upper uh, classmen uh, into the alpha program. Is that correct? Yes. Okay, so that means there is success there. So let's find out a little bit more about what happened to you once you're here. But we're going to take a short break. So don't turn that dial because this is really also the very interesting part of Brian's journey. We'll be back in just a moment. Well, we're back with Brian, and he is telling his story, his journey um, of getting his life back on track. And uh, you said... You know, depression was really the catalyst after losing, um, you know, a family member in a very terrible way. Um, just can't recover from that. And the whole family, it wasn't just you that was drinking. Everybody was. So um, you were just following suit as to what everybody else was doing. But it started to affect jobs. You, you really couldn't. Uh, that functioning was no longer really functioning. Yes. So you said you were coming, you were on your way to work, and you just had an epiphany. Yes. And basically, like, I have to get help. I have to get help now. You went to Crisis Center. Crisis Center talked about the Miami Rescue Mission. But the problem was they said it's a homeless shelter, and you're saying, well, I'm not homeless. Um, I just have this issue. Why in the world would I go there? But you did come, and you did come through those doors, and you started to say, you really did find something different. So what happened? Hey, when I first came in, I already visualized that, okay, this is a homeless place. I'm only going to be here for the night, and I'm going to find some other place to go or whatever to get help. But when I came in, uh, they sat me down and they did an intake, which is they get some general information about you, what's going on, and then they explain the program and what the, the program offers so now I hear the word program. I'll say, okay, so they got my attention now. Mm-hmm. So they go over the basis of what the, the it's a Christian-based program, uh, 18 months. Uh, you, know, you get worship with Jesus, uh, get to know God on a daily basis, uh, education, you know, a CSA, and I'm thinking to myself. A CSA, just for people listening who don't know what that is, is a Christian service assignment. So you're actually given some easy job, but it's still a job, and you're learning um, to work and to also give back. Yeah, and that's the funny thing about my CSA, because I was hoping that they didn't put me in the kitchen, but it, oh, but it, but it ended up that way anyway, because oh, I have experience in the kitchen. I've been in the kitchen all my life, and I was trying to do something different, yes. but it worked out for the best. But uh, anyway, uh, so I've been there, you know, and it was just amazing to me, like, the resources that the Miami Rescue Mission had for me to get myself back together. 
They sent me to a place called New Horizon, which deals with mental health, mm-hmm. to get the therapy that I needed, which I'm continuing to do right now, you know, to talk about my issues, what happened with my brother, you know, something mm-hmm. I should have done a long time ago, but mm-hmm. finally getting that help. You know, I got a case manager who stays on me, you know what I'm saying? Uh, got me setting goals so we can accomplish those. Uh, it's just my future looks bright from now, you know what I'm saying? I, I feel like I have a purpose now, you know? I can see clear now. And so you're actually now going to be going into what we call our upper phase of our program, which is the um, alpha stage, which is about 16 weeks um, of intense uh, tools that you will get, study. Uh, you go to school four hours a day, and uh, hopefully, and we have seen through the past that that's really where the change um, is cemented yes. uh, into your life. And yeah. it's, it's done biblically, but it's also done with a lot of um, real information of addiction and how it works on your brain. And, and you come out knowing, wow, this is... I've learned something. It's like two years of, of yes. college <laughs> yes. into, uh, what, a few months there. Yeah. That's the last thing I expect to be going back to school, but uh, it's for a good thing. It's good. That's I'm, I'm excited. And what is your goal? My goal is to uh, change my uh, career paths, you know. I'm thinking about head, leaning towards the medical field. I'm going to take a couple of courses at Lindsay uh, Hopkins. And, That's wonderful. You know, and see well, you've got you've here. got that already um, part of the education center. We have a, a wonderful relationship with Lindsay Hopkins, and so I know that's going to happen. Well, I'm going to ask the audience that's listening, please continue to pray for Brian and all the men and women that come through our doors, uh, that they have that opportunity uh, to be able to have a life change and a transformation and hope and a future that God has laid out for them. So we're going to be praying for you, Brian. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. You know, as we face the difficulty of life right now and the challenges that's going through our nation and actually through the world, it is really encouraging to hear a testimony like Brian. You know, we're serving thousands and thousands of people every single year. Uh, hundreds of people every single day. Our centers in Broward and Miami are full and our women's centers are full, uh, as full as they can be under the COVID uh, regulations and, and the social distancing. But yet it boils down to what about that one person? You know, when you see a homeless person on the streets or you see them in a gas station or you see them at a place begging or they want to wash your window or sleeping on a bus bench, you know, sometimes we can get jaded and we're thinking, you know, I work every day. I get up. I punch a clock. I do what I have to do to provide for myself and my family. And this person's out there begging all day. They got a cardboard sign up there. If they can do that all day, how come they can't go out and get a job? And, you know, that's a stereotype. Sometimes that's true. Sometimes people are just addicted. They want their drugs more than a job. They want their drugs more than a place to live. They want their drugs more than their family. And that's the insanity of addiction. It will take you places you didn't want to go and keep you there longer than you want. But there's also people out there that are struggling with mental illness. And some are, have had such traumatic and tragic things happen in their life. You know, an accident, a traffic accident takes out your wife and your two kids. You know, you lose uh, your parents horribly or something horribly has been done to you. And sometimes people don't recover from that. We'd like to think they can recover, but oftentimes they don't and they end up on the street. And that street life, by the way, one or two days, hey, okay, you can deal with it. 
But when you get into entrenched habit, where it's 30 days, 60 days, and 120 days, and then you talk to somebody that's on the street and they're very lucid. They're not on drugs, but they they seem to like where they are. I don't have a boss. No one tells me where to go. I don't get up in the morning unless I want to. Uh, and I make my money in side jobs. And they feel very content doing that. And you think, well, maybe that person has a false sense of reality and, and they don't understand that they're homeless and that their lifestyle is, is not really healthy for them. And uh, so there, there again, when you see someone that's homeless, it's easy to say, you know, that person is just a bum. But many times that's not true. And our organization, the Miami Rescue Mission Broward Outreach Centers, we're known as the Caring Place, has been here since 1922, uh, caring for those in great need. I've been here for 30 years. Some of you know my story and how my life was changed by coming to the Miami Rescue Mission years and years ago. And I've been very fortunate to be able to reach back and help, you know, hundreds of people, perhaps thousands of people through the 30 years I've been here uh, to make a, a difference in their life. And we don't want people just to get come to our program, get fed, you know, get fat, get some clothes and move them on out. Maybe they get a house, maybe they get a job. We want people to be happier and more successful. And I do believe that for many people, uh, not just homeless people, many people that are unhappy, that are depressed, uh, that just don't feel like things are right in life. They're missing something in their heart. And that, and I believe that's a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. You know, we don't uh, mince words. We don't over-preach anybody. We don't beat anybody up for not believing what we believe. But we are a Christian organization with, with Judeo-Christian values. Uh, we want to let people know that God loves them and has a plan for them. And as they progress, to develop a relationship with the Lord. And that's very important to have a spiritual connectedness. Even scientists and social people tell you that it's healthy to have a good spiritual awareness and a good spiritual connectedness. We just believe that that way through God is through Jesus Christ. And uh, we'll have voluntary chapel services. We have uh, Bible studies. We have other faith groups coming in to help us uh, throughout the course of the year. We have the Muslims and Jewish and we even had sometimes had some Buddhists and some other people come in uh, to to express their what they believe in. Now we can't do everything that we do without you, and so I'm asking you this holiday season. We are in a financial crunch. I don't say that often. Go to caringplace.org/christmas, and for two dollars and ten cents, you can provide a meal and hope to someone in great need. Well, God bless you. Have a safe week, and tune in next Sunday right here on News Radio 610 WIOD. For more Mission Possible. This podcast was presented by the Miami Rescue Mission Broward Outreach Centers, also known as The Caring Place. www.caringplace.org.